Welcome to Dylan Unfiltered, the show where I share my personal journey and the lessons I've learned along the way. Join me as I take you on a candid, unfiltered ride through the ups and downs of my life and provide insight and reflection on what I've discovered about not just myself, but the world around me. From heartwarming stories to challenging moments, we'll cover it all as we explore the many facets of what it means to be me. So grab a seat and get ready to dive into the world of my life and hopefully take away some nuggets of wisdom for your own journey. In my early life, I grew up in a home of five kids. And I didn't just live there with my two parents, but I lived there also with my grandparents living right there in my backyard. I know it sounds weird, but give me a second to explain. So, I had the five kids in my family, me being the youngest. And um, my parents felt really nice, and they let their parents live inside of an uh, extra building we had in the backyard. It was very nice of them, 100%, and they still live there. So don't think it's just them living in a tent. No, they have a very nice little house with a TV and everything. They have they have places to lie down. They have stuff. But um, me being the youngest of five kids, I knew I had to mature pretty quickly. And if I didn't, I felt... Like, I wasn't really caught up with the rest of the family. So, I decided to do that. And I definitely accomplished it. And in that way, I'm saying a lot of the things I do now are way more mature than anybody my age does. You can ask any adult that I hang around. They definitely know I'm more mature than that. But when I was young... My parents ended up getting divorced. I was the first kid to actually find out. Um, let me tell you the story behind that. So, um, I was getting ready to go into the pool that we have in our backyard. I walked outside. And I had a towel over my shoulder, no shirt on. I just had my bathing suit on, getting ready to get in the pool. And then I saw my mom sitting down on the table uh, that was sitting next to the pool. She looked very upset. At this point, I was maybe five. Um, I could have been, well, I think I was maybe five, six, seven, somewhere around there, but I remember this moment very, very uh, clearly. And I walked out there. What I saw was my mom very sad looking with a tear in her eye. I walked out there and I decided instead of just hopping in the pool, I wanted to see what was going on with my mom. I didn't feel right just going in the pool and being like, oh, yay, have a jolly good time as my mom sitting there in sadness. I was never that type of kid. So I asked her what happened and she told me that her and my dad weren't together anymore. I didn't understand it fully, um, 
But the next thing I remember right now is that I was lost for words. I didn't say anything, but I just walked uh, back into the house, not saying anything for a little bit. I just turned on the TV, put away the towel because they didn't use it. And I ended up just grabbing a bowl of cereal and watching some TV, some PBS kids. Not really fully understanding it until I took that out of what it was. But um, they ended up splitting up and we ended up having a schedule of... um, It was like every weekday I was at my mom's and every weekend I was with my dad. So... Um, in that case, I wasn't really around my dad that much, and I felt like I really wanted to be around him more, because it was kind of sad not seeing him as much, um, and he ended up living, um, about 15, 20 minutes away, so it's pretty big drive, it's like a quarter of an hour, which, it's definitely a bigger drive, um, especially for a kid around that age. And it all sort of went downhill from there, right? He ended up getting a another um, wife. That was later in time, though. He ended up finding a girl that let him stay with her. And he ended up um, just, you know, having a normal life. And... Um, then we ended up, uh, being in an apartment for a little bit, and at that point was when two of my siblings ended up stopped wanting to see him. I'm not gonna put any names out there for anything, because that's not really my thing to do, but what I'm gonna say is it, I don't know what happened, but... For some reason, they didn't want to talk to him anymore. And to this day, years and years later, they still do not want to. And even if I give them the phone uh, with my dad on it, if they hear my dad's voice, they hang up or they give me back the phone. They don't want to talk to him. And uh, later in time, it was me, my brother, my sister that was one year, uh, three years older than me, and me. And, um, my brother ended up staying completely until he was 18. My sister, on the other hand, just a couple years ago, she ended up stopped wanting to as well. I don't want to get into details about that, but there was some incident that happened and it wasn't anything bad, but there was an incident that happened and she got upset and didn't want to see him anymore. Um, and at this point I was in court, uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, seeing if I wanted to stay more time with my father or with my mother. It was a very hard choice for a kid, especially me. It was very hard. Um, and I was, I don't remember how I got in there, got into court about it think it was just because I wanted to spend more time with my dad and I didn't know how much that took and we went into court 
and we had a ton of conversations about this and they were asking all these questions about everything and my sister also was wanting to stay more time with my dad before the incident happened where she didn't want to at all and at that point um later in time whenever i had to make up a decision my mom ended up telling me if you have any thought in your mind of wanting to be with your dad i'm not going to hold you back just do it there's no point in doing it it's either me or him i'm not going to give you any time over at my house you can still visit but i'm not going to let you stay here you can stay here for a month or whatever but it's not going to be split custody anymore custody anymore and as a little kid, that was a lot. And then at that point, I stayed with my dad. I was primary custody with my mother, and I ended up doing um, primary custody with my dad. And that's what I am currently at right now. Um, but if we set aside um, family life, then let's go into school life. So I don't have to really stick on that um and in school i was a pretty great kid no matter what was happening in school i was amazing every teacher loved me it was um i went to a really great elementary school everybody was so kind there and i was not a teacher's pet if anybody thinks that no i was never a teacher's pet but what i was the teachers did love me, and the reason why they loved me was because everything I wrote down in my journals and everything I wrote down um, for any work I did or assignments I turned in, I always had something related to Jesus on it saying that, <sighs> here's one thing that I remember doing. I remember in one of my teacher classes, they asked, how is food grown or how is food made? How do we get food? Um, and I ended up, they said, draw a picture and write down how it is. And what I did was I drew a picture of Jesus in the sky with food around him and people at the bottom saying thank you. And I was saying that Jesus gave us food and Jesus provides food. I didn't really say that, but that's what I was thinking. Um, and in that sense a lot of teachers loved me there was never a problem with any teachers uh there was no problems with friends and it was great and before i get into a problem that happened in school i'm going to go ahead and tell y'all about um my relationship life um, but I was fake dating since I was very little, at least first grade, right? Kindergarten, first grade, every girl wanted to be my quote unquote boyfriend or they wanted me to be their quote unquote boyfriend. And everybody that said that definitely did. 
and everybody loved me, right? But there was one girl I liked the entire time. And for the point of uh, the podcast, I'm not going to say any names still. I know y'all probably want a name, but I'm just going to call her S. She's just going to be called S. And I was friends with, with S. She was one of my first friends in kindergarten. And... It was amazing. I really liked her. Um, I still do to this day. It's weird. Don't worry about it. Um, But I really liked her a lot. And there was multiple times where I was, you know, hanging out with some friends. And I just chose, hey, why don't I go hang out with this person? It's always a really nice person to be with. Um... And about fourth grade, she ended up getting other friends that moved around, and she had some great friends. I asked her out one time. We dated for a couple days, and she said, sorry, I can't date anymore. My parents don't let me date, which I completely respected. Uh, As a little kid, I completely understood what was going on. Not saying she was lying about anything, but my parents didn't care as much as in dating i'm not saying dating dating i'm just meaning say i'm it's a girlfriend boyfriend thing put that title on for a little bit you know and she's a very very nice person s is great i ended up moving out of that school district later in time and you know we still keep in contact and it's pretty funny. Uh, by the end of it, I've done so m- I've did so many things to try to like show her like how much I liked her. But uh, to put her aside, let's go about fourth grade, fourth grade year. So in fourth grade year, uh, there was a lot of temptations. That's when people started, you know, cursing, saying curse words. And it definitely wasn't good for anybody. And that was what made everybody cool. There was, of course, some cursing going around and stuff. But by the end of fourth grade year, everyone was on me about it. And wanted to have me say stuff. My body didn't want me to say it. I didn't want to say it at all. And I ended up saying it. I forced myself to say it because I thought, hey, that would give me some great friendship points, which I regret. In fourth grade, I ended up saying a whole bunch of stuff. And, of course, I didn't say it in front of teachers, but what I did was I kept saying the things and I never, never stopped. Me being one of the popular-ish kids, but not popular group kids, I really, really wanted to, you know, be cool. 
and to this day, me being a high school student, freshman year, I regret it. I, right now, um, the entire middle school year, uh, the three middle school years, I ended up saying curse words. I did not like it. I was still in the same school district then, but I swapped into a different school district, and I'm officially stopping that, which I'm proud to say. And I am not going to continue with saying those things because I am a man of God. Um, and to this day, I'm trying to stick with a lot of things. I had a lot of friends in elementary school. I had a lot of friends in middle school. I have barely any now in high school because it's a new district, new year, new school, uh, and nobody knows me. But I'm trying to fit in. I made a bad decision on me wanting to date someone in the school district, and it didn't end up the best. I didn't do anything, making sure that's clear. But there was a lot of intentions and in things. I still have not had my first kiss, even though I'm a freshman. But, yeah, um... It's like, it's really not a great surroundings in the school. I'm in band um, in my music life, which I'll get into in probably a different episode. I play the piano now. I play guitar. I play ukulele. And I play the trumpet for my band. But... You know, um, I really liked music. I did it in elementary school. Did um, playing guitar and piano in elementary school. And I ended up um, doing trumpet all through middle. And continuing in high school. Um, but, you know, people make mistakes and I definitely made a lot of them. I'm not going to say I didn't. And there's a lot of things I'm changing in my current life. But I feel if there's some wisdom to get out of this uh, or what I'm saying is, you know, take take what you have. And anything that you do have, don't, you know, turn it around for the worst. And if you you know, we're cursing and you know it's not a good thing or if you're doing drugs or and you know that's not a good thing, it's never too late to stop. See, I'm right now on my amazing way to stopping. And it's very, very helpful to do this. And it's helping me on my day-to-day life. I And I feel... Like, I am definitely helping some of the very few friends I have in this school district to, you know, change their ways as well. And, you know, it's great. And I feel in that, um, for a nugget of wisdom, just don't, you know, continue with the wrong. But instead, you know, take for granted what you know is wrong. And change it for the better.
So that's my podcast for today. For Dylan Unfiltered. Um, And thank you for listening through the entire thing for my first episode. Hopefully it wasn't bad. I didn't really do any editing. And I sure hope there's not any big problems with what it is. But thanks for listening.